1: I am off on adventures, so this is a best of edition of the Clark Howard podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. We will see you the last week of November with our podcast. It's my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you. So you make better financial decisions in your life. I want to talk about something today that I've noticed in your questions you're asking me lately. I've been hearing a lot of people shaming themselves about debt and maybe financial mistakes you've made. I want to tell you, please let go of that. We're going to talk about that straight ahead. And of the bills that have been going up, spend not just in this last inflationary cycle, for a number of factors, we've had the cost of water for homes or businesses going up, up, and up. At your home, what can you do about that? We're going to talk about it. So multiple reports that feed in to what I anecdotally have felt from you and it's embarrassment all the way to shame or fury at yourself about having had debt. A survey by NerdWallet found that over 40% of people are embarrassed that they have credit card debt. One third of people in another survey from WalletHub are So, upset about their credit card debt, they've kept it a secret from everybody. So, this whole thing of shame, of shaming yourself, just makes you feel bad about yourself and doesn't solve the problem. We can end up in debt for all different kinds of reasons. We could have, uh, well, just been on a spending spree we could have lost our jobs we could have had a health problem uh we could have had a family member or an ex-spouse or uh, a strange boyfriend or girlfriend who you gave a card to and they ran up debt there are so many reasons from lifestyle choices to emotional things to personal interactions to, as I mentioned, the health problems, so many ways people find their way to debt, and it can even be a combination of them. Okay, let go of embarrassment. Let go of shame. Do not beat yourself up. That doesn't solve the problem. What is the problem? Well, credit card debt now carries an average interest rate the highest ever, roughly 20% on average. It's an ugly number. And so when the statements come in, if you're paying only the minimum, you're not getting anywhere. You know, that box on your statement shows that if you today, on a typical card, you just pay the minimum on a balance you're carrying, That it won't be paid off till sometime in the 2050s or 2060s. A typical card. Okay, that's a long time away, right? But what else is in that box on your card? It shows what it would take to pay per month on that balance to pay it off by 2026. 2026 is a lot sooner. 2050 or 2060. No doubt, right? And the amount of interest you pay, it'll show you in the box that if you pay it down by 26 versus paying it off three decades down the road or whatever, how little interest you'll pay, even at a high interest rate versus all those years later. So what I'm trying to say to you is don't hide from your bills. Don't hide from the fact don't pick on yourself. Instead, develop a plan. What is it you would have to do to control that debt, pay it down, and get it out of your life? That's what it should be about. And let me tell you, that shame you may feel right now, the embarrassment, whatever, you may feel powerless. The power you feel If you get on a path of paying down that debt, and month by month you see that balance wearing away, the power that's coming back into your life is enormous, because debt in a capitalist system, in a free enterprise system like ours, debt makes you weak, money makes you strong, period, in a financial sense. So... Use that box on your bill as a marker and think about what change you can make in your life that you would be able to make that minimum payment that pays it off by 26 instead of the minimum payment they're asking for on the card, which would leave you in debt till the 50s or the 60s. So have a plan. And if you feel overwhelmed and there's too much and you don't know what to do, go to the NFCC.org website, National Foundation for Credit Counseling, NFCC.org. Find a credit counselor near you that's legit and come up with a plan, a budget, what you need to do in your life to get it under control. And I talked recently on the podcast about how people don't pay with cash anymore. This is the one time cash is the boss. Cash is king. I have found over the years with people whose debt feels out of control that if they go to paying cash only for all their walking around, everything they do, groceries, any shopping, anything like that, and you come up with a set amount of cash you pull out each pay period, you'll be amazed how much less money you spend. Now, there are some places that won't take your cash, so you don't go there anymore. Krista?
2: Clayton in Texas (laughs) says, Thanks for always providing well-rounded advice. I have used a lot of what you've taught me and have shared it with others along the way. When it comes to credit cards, you often focus on cash back. I've got my Costco and Sam's cards, but Costco cut the extended warranty. Sam's doesn't offer any additional tangible benefits, and neither offers virtual numbers. My Capital One card offers a very awesome virtual number system that has been very convenient, but very little cash back. My question, have you found a card offering extended warranty, rental car protection, unlimited virtual numbers, and cash back?
1: So... I'm going to shock you, and this really works best for people who like to travel, but Capital One is the most aggressive right now with a card that does everything you said, I think including the extended warranty, I'm not certain on that, Capital One Venture X rewards card, extremely high annual fee. $395, $395, but you get 300 of that back just by booking $300 worth of travel through them. And then the rest, I've, I have that card now. I find it to be fantastic, and it's the equivalent of a 2% cashback card. It is a really, really solid card. This thing with the credit cards, what happened with the Costco card, where Citibank, I guess, was so generous in what they paid Costco for replacing American Express as their card issuer, Citibank realized, "Uh uh-oh, we got this huge book of business and we're not making money on it. So one thing after another after another, Citibank has pulled benefits away from the Citibank Visa card at Costco. And the only thing really that you still get with it is you get the cash back that you get with that card. But there are a number of cards that will offer what you're asking for at about 1.5% cash back from a number of issuers. Go look at our cash back card survey that we recently updated at Clark.com. Others do these surveys as well. Shop around with them. Find the card that has the combination of benefits that seems best for you but if travel matters to you at all, I'm telling you, the Capital One Venture X is my favorite in the marketplace. Now, a lot of people love the Chase Sapphire Reserve. that has an extremely high annual fee, $550, I think. Um, you got to be someone who loves, loves, loves to travel all the time to make that one work for you.
2: This is from Charles in Oregon. My 18-year-old daughter wants to spend some time traveling. Speaking of travel. Yes. Do you have any travel groups that are reputable and you would recommend? Or what other suggestions can you give for safe and economical ways for a young person to travel abroad?
1: This is a lot harder than it used to be. Today, it's really easy for your 18-year-old daughter to travel independently overseas. And you don't necessarily need a travel group. If she's very inexperienced with travel, if she's going to college, then going on one of the college trips is her first time overseas would be what I would recommend. It's more pricey than it would be otherwise, but it's a great way to experience overseas travel with training wheels. If your daughter is not Uh, college kid, and you're looking to go overseas, I'm going to make an odd suggestion. That is your daughter goes and sees a travel agent who can help her plan her trip overseas, who can guide her what the best ways are to travel and the pitfalls to watch out for. It is very common now that teenagers and early 20s travel overseas by themselves. How old were you when you did that trip where you went backpacking around? I was
2: with three other, we were 21, three other 21-year-olds, so.
1: And did you have a lot of misadventures?
2: We had some. I mean, there were no cell phones. There were paper tickets. We had URL passes. We had some, yeah, we had some misadventures. We stayed in hostels, youth hostels, which is a great idea for your daughter, There's a great hostel system all throughout Europe if she's going abroad. Um, There are also a lot of single female traveler groups like on Facebook that I would take a look at for sure. And maybe she could even pair up with someone near her age who's doing a trip to just to have somebody else in the area to kind of navigate this stuff with because there are safety issues, too.
1: Speaking of the safety issues, there are a number of countries that you don't want to travel as a single female that uh, are dangerous for a single female that information is easily obtainable as you do research about those places you just ask is it single female traveling to and you fill in the name of a country you'll get uh, an eyeful if it is a bad idea for a single individual to go to those places.
2: Janice in Georgia says, Clark, the dreaded Zelle sign has been at my small community bank for a few years. I finally went in last week and spoke with the branch manager wanting to make sure, as you have said, that Zelle has not been activated on my account without my knowledge. The branch manager told me she could not look that up. But if I myself had not activated it, it would not be. I left doubtful that I could take her word for it. I guess you would suggest that I download their app and see for myself. How could a branch manager not look at someone's account with their permission?
1: I have no idea to that last question, how a branch manager couldn't even tell you if Zelle was active on your account. It should be that if you sign into your account, it will show you if Zelle is active on your account. I know that a credit union I'm a member of that participates in Big Bad Zelle, that next to Zelle it says not active. Yeah, And so I'm able to see that.
2: So you don't need the app. Just go to your community bank's website.
1: And sign into your account, and you'll be able to see that. But Zelle is such a problem. Now, the banks today say that they will never activate Zelle on your account without you actively setting it up. And I have to take their word for that because I don't know If that is actually going on, because before people were having Zelle automatically activated on their accounts without people's knowledge or permission, and people were having money disappearing from their accounts through this Zelle thing, they didn't even know what it was or that they had it. So now the banks say that you have to know you have it active. Just so you know, Zelle is so dangerous for you, I can't even explain All the different ways that Zelle can ruin your life. The banks promised last fall that they would have consumer protections in place for Zelle by this past January. It's now August. And the banks have gone radio silent on this. There are still zero, nada, no consumer protections on Zelle. And the money you've worked hard to earn that you have in your account, can vanish in an instant, and the bank will say, tough on you. Do not use Zelle unless you don't care about your money, because the banks obviously don't care about you. Coming up ahead, wow, water bills going up, up, and away. What can you do about it? We're going to talk about that. It's not your imagination. Your water bill has been going up and up, up by some estimates 50% over the last, oh, eight to 10 years. And there are a number of factors that are leading to water bills going up in some areas, shortages. We talked about that in Arizona, where homeowners have had their supply of municipal water just shut off. and they're having to get water from water trucks. That's an extreme example, but in a lot of places, particularly in cities that have been around a good while back east, the water systems were put in long, long, long ago, and they're giving out, and so it's a really expensive process for water systems to replace the piping and infrastructure for water, and so you got the cost of water itself, but the cost of delivery in a lot of places because of that infrastructure having to be replaced has caused water to go up so much. So there are things you can do to mitigate the cost. I did a TV segment about the showerhead that changes colors as you're showering. And it goes through a sequence of colors. And the last two, I think, are yellow and red. And you set how much time you think is reasonable for your shower, and then the color array lets you know you are getting to the end of that time. It's not as severe as something that was short-lived, and that was shower heads that would shut off after a certain number of minutes. You'd be sitting there all soaped up or shampoo in your hair, and suddenly there's no water. My goodness. So...
2: Or there's the old-fashioned, your dad banging on the door, get out of the shower, you've been in there for 10 minutes. Oh, did your dad used to do that My dad didn't, actually. He was pretty good, but my friend's dad did that all the time. Like, they were allowed a max of 10 minutes in there. Get out of the shower now! Now. Yes, get out.
1: (laughs) So I discovered that kids, because they haven't had to pay a bill, never get the cause and effect. So uh, the shower heads now... If you have a house that you've had an old shower head in, we went through the low flow era with shower heads that people just hated. And now science, technology has really advanced. And you can have a shower head that puts out a lot less water. And at the same time, you don't feel like there's no water coming out at you. We have one of those now, and I never feel deprived at all. And so it saves an enormous amount of water.
2: Because water pressure is important.
1: Water pressure is important, but the low-flow showerheads of today are much more sophisticated and do such a great job, not all of them, but generally they do a really good job of reducing the bill and at the same time you not feeling like, is any water going to come well, out of there? yeah,
2: because I have to say too, if you have longer hair you're going to stay longer in the shower if you don't have as much water pressure. Cause it takes longer to rinse out your hair. So there's a balance.
1: Well, I remember a friend of mine, I used to stay with in California when I stayed at his house, he um, they were mandated by law before these things were any good to have these low flow shower heads. And you get in there and you're like, is any water going to come yeah. down out of there? And it was like, Trip, trip, oh, that's trip. The worst. It was horrible. Yeah. Sometimes in hotels, it's like that. It's like, uh, did they hate their guests that much that there's like no water coming out? But in your own home, you can get these modern low flow shower heads that are not expensive. And try them out. Buy them at a place that so you have a right to return them for a refund if they're terrible. Try them out because that's a painless way for you to save money. And I know all the jokes like 10, 15 years ago about the low flow toilets that they wouldn't move your stuff along. That's not true anymore. The low flow toilets work. Do you know how they made them work? How? (laughs) Okay. You're on an airplane. Oh God. And you flush those toilets and things move right along with like, sounds
2: like you're going to go out of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that suction thing. It scares me So, th- every time. It's so loud. It's like, you know. That, that whoosh? Yes.
1: Okay, so the new low-flow toilets that actually work use a combination of pressure like in the airplanes and water to move your stuff along effectively. It's not like the ones where you, the old low-flow toilets where you push the thing and it's like, okay. You got to push it again. Okay, nothing happened. Push it again. They don't work like that. Mm-hmm. These actually work. And yeah, they can be a little noisy. You haven't experienced any of these Mm-mm. anywhere
2: you've been? I mean, I may have. It's not like an airplane, though.
1: No, it's not like that. There's a little bit of a whoosh, but not yeah, like I'm in sure an airplane. I have. Yeah, for so sure. So there are things you can do that will make a difference and lower those water bills. And it's not going to. Reduce the quality of your life. You know, there's a theme here because the other day I talked about reducing your air conditioning costs by using a Mm -hmm. fan, an old fashioned technology that doesn't reduce your quality of life. I'm all about saving green, but also being comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so there are these things you can do to reduce expenses in your life. For example, when your dishwasher or washing machine croaks, If it's an old one that you've been nursing along, the new ones are so much more efficient, and they actually get your dishes clean and your clothes clean. That era poisoned people to water efficiency. When the first wave of all these things, maybe even the second wave, they all they were all terrible, and they didn't get things clean and they didn't do what you needed. But now. It's a new era. And these things do work and they will save you money. Promise.
2: Rick in Pennsylvania says, I was curious what your thoughts are on getting a cell phone protection plan. I was offered one by my carrier. Is it worth it?
1: Nope. 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 Don't do it. Okay. It's, you only ensure what you can't afford to replace. I don't like narrow kind of insurance things because you're paying. It's like when they tell you at the electronic store, don't you want to protect your investment in the new TV? As I've said to you before, a TV is not an investment. It is spending money. And if you can't afford to replace the TV, you can't afford to buy it. You can't afford to replace the cell phone. You can't afford to buy it. And if you, Don't like that answer, at least get free coverage. There are a number of credit cards now that if you use them to pay your cell phone bill, they cover replacement of your phone. Typically, you can lose or damage your phone twice in a year, and they will pay for both of those times. But what is the best cell phone protection plan that exists? A clunky, ugly case on your cell phone. So I was talking with a woman the other day who wanted to take a picture and she pulls out her iPhone and her iPhone screen is cracked, like up and down sideways, just all cracked. I said, how can you use that? She said, well, it's still working. And so we took the picture and then she showed me the picture, uh, the selfie on her phone. And it looked like we were all like crinkled up. I'm looking uh, at it through all the broken glass, but she had like no real case on her phone at all. You want to protect your phone, get a ugly, ugly, very protective case. They don't have to
2: be ugly. They I, have don't? An, I have an OtterBox that's pretty. I have two that I switch in and out. I have a clear one. Uh-huh. And then you want to get a glass screen protector on your screen because those work. And I have to tell you, these cell phone carriers often in the stores there's a certain brand of these you know covers and it's actually not glass usually and they say you get a guarantee with this screen cover but do you know what it guarantees that if the screen cover breaks you can get a new screen cover it if your phone, protect your phone yeah if you're, if it doesn't protect your phone you're out of luck you can just get a new screen cover that didn't work the first time that's funny i learned that the hard way actually
1: oh you did that well I did all right so you have a case of the dropsies with phones yes
2: so i have like three glass screen protectors that i order online that i always keep around and then i have otterbox covers i i like those Okay. Ethan in Connecticut says, I'm closing on a house in a few weeks and want some advice about credit cards. I want to get a card for home improvements. I know most of the store cards are junk credit, but what should I look for? I currently have a 2% on everything card.
1: Well, it sounds to me like the solution already exists. I love the 2% cash back cards. You have that, you're earning on it, but I will tell you, if you're doing some meaningful home improvements and you're looking at possibly getting another card do not apply for anything till after your home has closed because if you apply for a new card right now and it shows up the mortgage underwriter may kill your deal to buy the home or they may raise the interest rate on your home because your credit profile changed from just having applied for a card So, if you do decide to get another one, get it after the home closes, and this would be a case to look at something else. If you're going to spend a substantial amount of money on home improvements, sign up for a card that has a huge sign-up bonus available in return for charging so much, typically in a three- to six-month period, and have that card, and then it's very easy if you only use that card for the home improvements you're doing, you have the information on what's known as step-up and basis on that home that you've just purchased, that you've got a clear record of what you spent on the home in that initial period of when you moved in.
2: Mark in California says, when we go to the doctor and we get a bill from the insurance company later showing what the doctor, surgeon, or hospital charged and what the insurance company allowed them to charge, When we need medication, the government will not allow an insurance company to butt in, so to speak, on what the pharmaceutical company can charge. Why? I recently was prescribed an antibiotic, but because of its tier status, it was going to cost $74 for a 10-day supply. I told my doctor, and he prescribed a lesser one that may not work as well. I realize there are a lot of bigger stories than mine where people were charged upwards of $500 for a prescription, but we are being penalized when a drug is popular. The government has issued a hands-off policy to insurance companies when it comes to this. Why are they allowing the insurance company to lower the cost of doctor visits and procedures and not needed medication?
1: So this is a political mess in Washington. It has been argued about for, I guess, decades at this point. The United States funds almost all pharmaceutical research in the world. We are subsidizing most every other country in the world for their pharmaceuticals, because we are the only country that doesn't have price controls or price caps on prescription drugs. And the reason is, the belief in the Congress has been that if you don't allow the free market to set the prices on prescription drugs, there's no incentive or money to fund research for new meds that may be breakthroughs that could improve people's lives or save people's lives. But because every other country in the world has tight price controls and price caps, we are funding all the pharmaceutical research worldwide. So it would be much better if other countries weren't freeloading on us, free riding on us on pharmaceutical research. But that's why we have no price controls on prescription drugs in the U.S. That's why people who live along the Canadian border routinely cross into Canada and fill prescriptions that are really high priced on our side of the border and a tiny fraction of the cost on the other side of the border. And thank you so much for listening today. I know that what I just said will generate some strong reactions about prescription drugs, please know you can go to clark.com slash clarkstinks and post where you feel I missed part, much, or all of the real story on prescription drugs or anything else you feel like I missed the mark. Take the time to post at clark.com slash clarkstinks. Have a great day.